Everything we are seeing today is by design. We are watching a step-by-step, slow-motion erosion of the value of your currency. The first thing I want to discuss is how it is done by stealth. If you look closely, you're going to see that information, but for those who aren't actively paying attention, it goes unnoticed. The second thing we need to discuss is the positive trend. There are many good things happening today amongst all of the negativity. I will talk about that and why it's important to understand what happens beyond that and the third thing is passing gas passing natural gas okay not what you're thinking let's get into all of that and more let's begin ray dalio had a few things to say about inflation and i thought it was really really good made a lot of sense and i wanted to bring it to you it's broken down right here in these key quotes At this time, the government is printing a lot of money. People are getting a lot more money, and that is producing a lot more buying than is producing a lot more inflation. You see this right now, if there's far more financial wealth than could ever be converted into real wealth, so it has to be devalued. When you are seeing your financial wealth go up as it is happening now, don't think you are gaining real wealth when your buying power is going down. And that's the message for today's video. Watch as I show you all of this data. Stick with me, and you're going to see exactly why that is the case. Now, there's a small group of people who are doing better than ever before. Jeff Bezos is able to afford some sort of custom yacht that is unlike anything else, and other people are able to sell billions of dollars worth of stock on a whim. But for the general public, it's a different story. Spending money on investment and infrastructure rather than on consumption tends to lead to greater productivity. So investment is a good leading indicator of prosperity. On the other hand, printing money and distributing it without being productive won't raise wealth. And he makes a very good point, all right? Power changes come from wealth changes, so watch who's doing what to create wealth changes. History shows that when an individual organization, country, or empire spends more than what they earn, misery and turbulence are ahead. Completely forget about you know this or that, about what he has said, what he has done, and so on. This information, that's all I care about. What he has said here, I find to be true in my study of history. Let me know what you think, not of Dalio himself, but of what he said here. Do you agree? Do you not agree? Let me know in the comments below. Let's discuss. And then we have Larry Summers. You may know of Larry Summers, Treasury Secretary previously, and he said that we should be ready for stagflation and the Japanization. Summer says the fiscal policy is gaining influence over the economy. He made a couple good points in here that I wanted to touch on. What markets are seeming to price in is a return to secular stagnation or Japanization. It's a good word. Extremely low interest rates set the stage for leveraging the perpetuation of zombie enterprises and the perpetuation of financial bubbles. We are seeing a lot of evidence of speculative risk, extremely low, and negative real interest rates are problematic. All of these things piling up. On top of what I just said about Ray Dalio, this makes sense as well. You can't prop up failed organizations and expect it to have a positive effect. 
All right, Nuriel Rabini is going to suggest that you do it temporarily and then you wean it off, but there hasn't been a weaning off. It doesn't happen, okay? The alcoholic doesn't learn. In most cases, they go back or they turn to another vice. That's a whole different story. We are likely to be in a world where the feasible range where interest rates can be varied will be much less than it used to be. Think about it. Before 2008, 5.5% on the Fed funds rate, it comes down all the way. Then they were only able to get it to 2.5%. This time we're at 0%. They can't even lift off. Okay, it's hard to believe that monetary policy is going to be an enormously powerful stabilization instrument going forward. Dangerous, I would argue. Okay, and they basically just go on. Look at this. The stock market is happy. The bond market is showing worry. Two different things happening today. Things look great across most financial markets with everything from stocks to Bitcoin near record highs. That's not the case in the market uh, often seen as being the most steady and sober of them all government bonds. We will look at uh, that further. I got some charts to show you. I believe I, I pulled those ones up, but here it is. One of the things I wanted to point out, I have on this screen beside me, and we are watching Alibaba, JD, both of those stocks going up. In fact, pulling up the entire market, Asian stocks coming up. The property sector in China going up. Things are starting to look a little bit, a little bit healthier in that regard. And of course, that's positive. You don't want to see chaos. You don't want to see that turbulence. You want things to move slowly. And that wasn't happening recently. So of course, when you see these stocks coming up, you start to see the good numbers coming out. Uh, basically, China saying, don't worry about Evergrande. We're going to make sure everything's all good. This, of course, is positive. But behind it all, are we simply allowing this moral hazard to continue? Are we not going to face the music? Would you rather pull that Band-Aid off? Or are you the type that sits there and, okay, oh, no, no, it hurts, it hurts. Oh, oh, oh it hurts, it hurts a little bit. Or you just say, yank it off, let's get this party started, all right? Let's get the show on the road. What type of person are you? If you're like me, you yank that Band-Aid off and you simply take it. If you're with me, hit that thumbs up. All right? Now, my friends who love gold or simply want to hedge against inflation, want a little bit of safety and security for a very long-term period, check this out. Gold is back in vogue with bulls loving faster inflation again. Prices jumped as U.S. inflation, fastest pace since 1990. If you didn't see my previous video, I covered all of that. That's boosting demand for a hedge as the Fed keeps rates low. So we know where this is headed. We know it's the destruction of the currency. We know there's higher inflation. And so gold doing a little bit better. It's the most manipulated asset in the world, along with silver, of course. Now it is seemingly heading towards 1900 once again. Uh, and, and that's, of course, a good thing. I have always said this. What we see today is simply a matter of a loss of faith in paper fiat garbage currencies. Wheat nears a nine-year high on mounting supply and inflation fears. Just another one to add to the list. This is talking about the treasuries, talking about what's happening in the bond market. 
But this is the point I wanted to make. Investors and the Fed policymakers are still unsure as to whether elevated inflation will be transitory or not. We are likely to see bigger market volatility. I mean, come on. Are, is inflation going to happen? Is it not going to? I mean, we're going to be 20 years into this and they're going to say, maybe inflation is kind of permanent. Anyway, let's break it down in the Money GPS Insights. Inflation is a stealth tax, and it must be understood more so than what most people are aware of. We must go a layer deep. We have to be able to dig in and understand this true loss and mitigate how much damage it does to our savings to our potential portfolios, and to everything that we have, all of our hard-earned dollars. We need to protect that. There are some businesses out there. There are some stocks out there. There are some assets out there that benefit from inflation. Now, you can look at that in a few ways, but make sure that you are doing everything that you can to take the steps to mitigate the absolute damage that this creates. I just don't want to, you to be a statistic. That's all I'm trying to say for the GPS insights. Let's look into this, okay? Companies are also pulling back on discounts on many items at stores because demand is strong and they don't want to run out of the limited supplies of goods. So they're basically saying, we don't need to put those items on sale. It's going to fly off the shelf in a few weeks. Might as well leave it at the regular price. And this is happening to many people. I have heard from you and I've seen all kinds of information in the news. We continue to face accelerating levels of extraordinary inflation, according to Tyson, and that's uh, the sustained duration and significant impact of the inflation necessitates additional pricing action. How do you like those terms? Additional pricing action? We've been increasing prices and we plan to increase prices more than we've done for quite a while as a company. And that is... For all of you out there, maybe you love hot dogs, maybe you love Oreos and Chips Ahoy, they are going to increase their prices, all right? Now, a lot of these grocery stores and things, they work with very small margins, but they're working on volume. So they only make a small percentage, but you know, you do that thousands and thousands of times a day, they're able to move those products through and of course, make their profit over time. But now that profit margin is shrinking dramatically unless they increase the prices on you, the individual, the consumer. And what's happening with you, with individuals out there? Well, inflation-pinched shoppers are turning to discount stores ahead of the holidays. I have heard from many people out there that are starting to get smarter about where they do their shopping. They're starting to buy this and not that. Changes are happening right now, and that is a direct reflection of the inflationary pressures they are feeling. Check out this one quick tip. Check out an app called Flip. F L I P P. You can also go to the website F L I P P, and that searches all. And in fact, I should say there's uh, Rebe, and there's many other apps out there. But essentially, you look at these apps; they tell you where to get those products on sale right now. So you do a search. If you're looking for watermelon, you type in watermelon. It will show you the stores near you that are um, cheaper for watermelon, and so on. Of course, you don't want to be going to store to store, but that's besides the point. Take a look. Higher prices for 
building materials, supply shortages, they're making it harder for this particular individual, he's a union roofer, to land jobs, saying that he's only worked sporadically since the end of the summer. Same time, gas prices have shot up, so he's cut back on non-essential travel and essentially just going on very, very tight budgets. And that affects people in different ways. You see this? Some people are saying, hey, you know, the, I, we can't get work employees, we're, we're having a shortage of employees and so on. Other people are saying, this situation is preventing me from getting work. So it's not affecting everybody in the same way. And that's why I'm trying to highlight from every single angle. Rents in Manhattan rose at the highest rate in more than a decade in October, with increases especially impacting the upper end of the market. Those people, of course, having more money than ever before. Rental prices at $33.82. Massive numbers we're seeing here. I think it was, was definitely higher before because it came down significantly, but we're basically moving right back up to the peak levels we had seen. It's been crazy. Turkey shortages, supply chain issues impacting Thanksgiving meals. Inflation is all over the place. As I have said, one of those issues has been the port sitting off LA, Long Beach, and other places. 111 container ships to be exact at this time of recording. Now, Belarus, check this out, warning Europe, sanction us again, and we could cut the gas supply. Big, big deal right now, okay? We already have big problems with the prices being paid in Europe. Imagine another level. We don't need that. But some positive news again. Russian natural gas shipments to Europe via Ukraine and Poland has gone up. And that connects in with this. Russian natural gas shipments to Molnow, Germany via Yamal pipeline have come up as well. Okay, so you're looking at this basically just two different charts showing you that, in fact, more of that energy is moving through. That means less of a disruption. There is potential disruption depending on what happens with Belarus. Who knows? But this is good. It's positive. We need more of this. North American companies rush to add robots as demand surges. Unfortunately, what's going to happen, it is very clear, robotics and automation are quickly, too quickly, replacing jobs. And I've seen it accelerating, whether it's Flippy the robot or whether it's some sort of automated system, uh, just getting rid of, uh, they're trying to get rid of drivers, they're trying to get rid of fast food jobs. I mean, it's not necessarily the glamorous jobs, but still, we need jobs, okay? And no matter what, this is always the case. I could show you this a thousand times. I have, in fact, on this channel. 283 billion, that's billion, I was counting the zeros, $283 billion federal tax collection set a record in October. They always set a record and it's never enough. No matter how much tax you pay or they pay, it doesn't matter. Tax everybody at 100%. They still can't fill this void. If you appreciated this information, don't forget to support the channel. Hit that thumbs up. It's right down there and it helps me out a lot. If you haven't seen this video, you definitely want to check it out. So just click it and I'll see you there.